Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here it is, another episode of the Infinite Banter Podcast. What is going on? This is Mark Jolliffe, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave. Thank you for checking out the show. Got a big one today. Got my man from D.C., the one and only Rock Abraham. Talk about his new album, From the Mud. But before we do that, if you like healthy eating... Pay attention to this right here. Today's episode is presented by Purple Carrot. Purple Carrot is the plant-based subscription meal kit that makes it easy to cook irresistible meals to fuel your body. Each week, choose from an expansive, delicious menu of dinners, lunches, breakfasts, and snacks. Every box is an opportunity to learn and experience something new with easy recipes and fresh, pre-portioned ingredients. No shopping, no food waste, just globally inspired restaurant quality plant-based meals. Get $30 off your first box by going to purplecarrot.com and entering code PODGO30 at checkout today. That's PODGO30 for $30 off your first Purple Carrot box. Purple Carrot, the easiest way to eat more plants. Yeah, as I said, big show today. Got my man Rock Abraham from D.C. coming on the show. So much to talk to him about. His new album, From the Mud, is available now. Going to play a couple songs from there. Talk about his album, Thank You Very Much. His previous one and all the work he's done in D.C. and in the hip-hop game with production and working with artists like Cool Keith. So definitely stay tuned. Really had a blast talking to the one and only Rock Abraham. Got to give a shout-out to my last episode's guest, Reagan Era Records. If you've not heard that episode, please go check it out. That album is available right now. Reagan Era Records. You can go to Bandcamp. Just type in Reagan Era Records. It's right there. I've been posting about it. There's links for it. You can find a link to the Bandcamp page where you can get their album. Definitely check it out. Reagan Era Records records it's just that straight boom bap that we all need right now so big up to those guys and still check out Dre Cobbs and Zilla Rocka and a lot of the other guests I've had on this show in the past also want to get into the Disney plus rollout of Marvel and Star Wars series coming up in the future so that's going to be exciting I'll talk about that after the interview with Rock Abraham and definitely got to give a shout out to my guys at the Sports Life and Hip Hop podcast I was on there this week it's available now on YouTube big up to Channel 7 Ricky Suede and Zeke for putting me on there that was a lot of fun talking to those guys 
talked about Chicago sports and Chicago hip hop and things like that. And they're asking me about the Cubs and, you know, a lot, a lot of stuff in there. So if you're interested, go check them out on YouTube. Just type in Sports Life and Hip Hop Podcast. I've also uh, tweeted about it. There's a link to the YouTube uh, video. It's the first time I've ever done a Zoom thing, you know, where I'm, I'm a guest. It's, it's pretty cool. It was a lot of fun to do that. And uh, it's visual. So different than this one you actually get to see my uh my ugly face so definitely check it out on youtube again shout out to the sports life and hip-hop podcast big up for those guys and channel seven he's been on here so i appreciate him having me on his show so it was a really really good time all right let's get into it you can find this show on all digital platforms usual places spotify itunes iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, all those places. Follow the show on Twitter at Infinite Banter Podcast. Same goes for Instagram and Facebook. Go on YouTube, type in Infinite Banter. You will find clips from past episodes. And definitely go on Apple Podcasts. And if you do, feel free to rate and review the show. It puts the show up higher on the list of searches. That way people can find it a lot easier. So I appreciate that. Definitely, definitely represent. Big up to everybody who's done that. All right, let's get into it. No more uh, messing around. Let's talk to Rock Abraham. But before we do that... Before we get into this interview with Rock Abraham, talk about his new album, From the Mud. You know, the show never begins until the one and only DMC says this. Yo, yo, what's up? This is me, DMC, the K-I-N-G, the greatest MC in history. And right now, you're listening to Infinite Banter, because we will banter on forever, because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be. I be Infinite Banter. All right, here we go. Before we talk to Rock Abraham, let's go ahead and play a track off of his new album, From the Mud. You can find it on all platforms. Definitely go check it out. This one right here is called Teeth, and I feel like it really sets off the album. I mean, I can't say enough good things about this record, man. It's really good, and uh, I like that style that he's bringing. Big up to Rock Abraham. I can't wait for you guys to hear this interview. I really had fun time talking with Rock Abraham about his past and what he's doing now and things he might do in the future as well. We even talk about video games. So, you know, all you video game nerds out there, stay tuned. But here we go. Rock Abraham. This is this track called Teeth off the album From the Mud on the Infinite Banter podcast. On the other side of this song, you will hear from the one and only Rock Abraham. Oh, pass me that beer con. Man, I want no beer con. Just chicken grits. Rock motherfucker Abraham. Nick the wonder. Oh, everything now is oaks, yeah. Man, I care about them folks, no. Make them bust them teeth down your throat, no. Make them bust them teeth down your throat. No, everything now is hoax, yeah. Everything. Man, I care about them folks, no. Make them bust them teeth down your throat, no. Make them bust them teeth down your throat. Stay sharp, get your whole crew sliced. I'm a stand up guy, Drew Dice. Give a fuck about who's nice. Still got chip on my shoulder like I just left the fucking food fight. And y'all wonder when the hookers came in. I ain't a pimp, I'm a booking agent My shit slap, get your woofers caved in With a splash, like Jimmy Fly Slipper came in, uh you bammers all out of touch like all the notes I'm like a firefighter, I want all the smoke Got a lot of shit to store like the mall approach Miss me with all the bullshit, call Malone Rock Abraham, by now you should know better Transition from a deadbeat to a go-getter My aesthetic too raw for Coachella, fuck a cold stella I'm catching bodies like a pro wrestler Everything now is a hoax, yeah Man, I care about them folks, no Make them bust them teeth down your throat, no Make them bust them teeth down your throat, no 
Everything now is a hoax, yeah Everything Man, I care about them folks, nah uh, Me gon' bust them teeth down your throat, no Me gon' bust them teeth Everything is a hoax Me no care about them folks Me gon' bust them teeth down to your throat Them teeth down to your throat Everything is a hoax Me no care about them folks Me gon' bust You're tuned into the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am DJ Soundwave, and right now I'm joined by an MC that you've heard before in past projects like Thank You Very Much and Suck My Disc. His new album, From the Mud, is available right now straight from D.C. The one and only Rock Abraham is here on the Infinite Banter Podcast. What's up, Rock Abraham? What up, Mark, man? Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. It's uh, I, Like I was telling you before, I've been banging the albums out, and uh, for those who aren't familiar, let them know about Rock Abraham and what it's like in the D.C. scene. In the beginning, I wasn't even going by that name. That is my real name, but um, I was just going by my first name, Sirach. And I changed it because of the whole, you know, the whole vodka thing. You know what I'm saying? I was just strictly producing back then. So I figured I'd reinvent myself and I just got tired of dealing with rappers. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to rap myself. You know, the beginning was just all beats, but now it's both production and I'm seeing. So here we are. And you do most of your own production on your albums? So I uh, entirely produced Thank You Very Much myself. But I didn't make any of the beats on From the Mud just to get people in my city involved and, you know, just to prove that I can rap over other people's beats. Because what a lot of people said about the first one credit me on the uh, production tip and i was like oh okay let me just not make any beats on this new one and see how it, you can see how it turns out but um there you yeah, go i'm probably gonna go back to that on the next one you know because dealing with producers is a whole nother thing i didn't realize i didn't think it'd be this difficult yeah <laughs> you know i was gonna say to get you out of your comfort zone a little bit you know i don't know if you're a control freak or not but you know it's, is it weird to not do your own production for your own uh, album a little bit a little bit because when you when you when you entirely in control uh while you're creating there's like there's no limit and there's no there's no uh constraint that makes sense like there's you're just free to do whatever you need to do and whatever you kind of visualize you're able to apply because you know you have the skill to do it but when you get other people involved it kind of hinders things from becoming what they're supposed to be uh even though we pulled it off on the second one like there was they were like i, I mean i don't even want to say this but there were a few two tracks 
on this album and i hate spitting over two tracks i want the entire session you know what i mean i want to make gotcha. every single element and some of these some of these now i'm not gonna say which ones because i feel like we did a good job on <laughs> right it, but there's uh there's definitely some two tracks and i'm just like annoyed because I wanted to sound bigger than what it was, but you know, it, it turned out okay, but I'm just, I'm never doing that again either. So ah, see, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> the next one will be yeah. bigger and deafer, right? The next album. Right. So. Yeah. And I'll be completely in control. Like, and even if I were to, cause you know, I, I'm not saying I, I won't rap over other people's beats again. I'm definitely going to do that. But as far as like a body of work, I definitely want to be in control entirely. So I'm 99% sure I'm going to produce albums by myself moving forward, you know, but like singles and shit like that. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll rap over whatever. It doesn't matter. Oh yeah, for sure, man. And speaking of DC, uh, I'm a big fan of Odyssey. You guys ever cross paths out there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the homie. That's the oh, okay. Homie. Um, we've done we've done some joints. Um, they just never came out. Hopefully, I'll be putting out something in 2021 that I've been sitting on. I gotta go get his approval on it because we did some changes. We like switched the beat on it, but. Yeah, I had a session with him and Sky Zoo way back in the day. Oh, man, you just mentioned two of my favorites right there. Yeah, oh, yeah, Sky is one of my favorite people, too. Super cool, you know? Like, you meet a bunch of people in this industry that are just, like, un unreasonable assholes. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> there's a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. come on, bro. Like, like, you, like you're an artist, I get it, but, like, your shit probably was way worse than mine. Like, can we just, you know what I'm saying? Can we just <laughs> engage, like, normal fucking civilized human beings? There you go. But... Sky's mad cool, like just very down to earth. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that was a fun session. It was actually with a blogger too. I don't know if you're familiar with um this this vlog this YouTube blogger from uh like about he doesn't do it as much um but uh his name he used to go by Bloodstain Lane. He used to cover a lot of MMA and like wrestling oh, okay. and boxing. So he was there like doing one of his skits and like talking mad shit. And it was funny because the Odyssey's wife was there. And the way Bloodstained Lane usually uh, talks is very like, 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 very like, like he's cutting the promo, but with a bunch of cuss <laughs> words. You know what I'm saying? He's like and a wrestling promo, was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as, so imagine like Ultimate Warrior, but with a bunch of cuss words. Maybe not as intense, but that's oh, man. what it was like. <laughs> so as soon as he was done, as soon as he was done, uh, he looked at at uh, at Odyssey's girl, who's now his wife, and he was like. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm so sorry about that. You know, like, this is just, you know, in real life, I'm a really nice person. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had, like a lot of wrestlers, dude, there's a switch that they turn on, you know, and they right, go from right. their gimmick and then they go back to their usual self. I guess she was like the mean gene in that scenario. She was like taken aback, like, whoa, where's this coming from? <laughs> exactly. For me, me and Sky were just laughing our asses off, you know? <laughs> That's awesome. But, but yeah, no, definitely Odyssey is, yeah, Odyssey is, is cool as shit, man. Love, oh, he's, he's a good dude, and I very talented. I always thought he'd be like the guy to make it out of here from the independent perspective. I know there's a lot of other people that made it out of here too, more on a mainstream level. But um, yeah, he's, I've known him since and like 2002 maybe. 2001. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely, and I look forward to that song, man. Sky Zoo. I mean, come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we we switched it around a little bit. Yeah. Uh, 
they both kind of approached the track a little differently. So from a producer's perspective, I just didn't think it was very cohesive. But those verses I'm definitely going to use, and something's going to come out of it, essentially, eventually. So right, but we'll see. Just yeah. got to figure out how to piece it together, right? Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of doing production too, like uh, with this whole COVID era, is it tough to work on? Because you're talking about other people were producing this this recent album. Did that make it tougher, or was it all done before COVID? How what was the time frame that you got it done? Yeah, the, the COVID. I mean, COVID was the whole vibe of it, you know. Because in contrast to the first one, right? The first one was like, yeah, you can hear that I'm down because I just got cheated on with the girl I was with for like a long time. So it was kind of like therapeutic. All, all art is really therapeutic to me, but that album's kind of like, all right, let me just make fun of myself, self-deprecation and all this shit. And like, you know, like, but you can tell I was in a happy place when you hear the first album. Yeah. The second one is like, the second one was like, um, yeah, very like uh, introspective in contrast to the first one. So, but as far as recording it, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't so difficult because, you know, we have the internet now. People can just send you shit, you know, but. The only thing is that the studio that I usually go to was shut down and I couldn't go there and record, you know? So, so this album was originally supposed to come out, like, uh, it was slating for, like, April, March to get it done, you know, and get it out then, but I had to push it back to October. So that was the only thing. I held it back for a little bit, so. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's probably the only thing I can think of as far as the COVID thing. So it didn't really affect it too much, just the release date more than anything, and maybe made yeah, these a little, like little more difficult day. but yeah yeah like i had to end up i mean it ended up being a good thing i guess because i got a bunch of gear in my place so i'm able to record here now but yeah it held everything back man and the other thing too is like everyone and their mama was putting out albums yeah so there was true. not a lot of there was not a lot of bandwidth for like an like an underground artist like myself so it's like everybody's putting out albums now like jesus christ man what's going on some moms got bars man (laughs) yeah yeah man (laughs) apparently apparently everybody fucking dropped crazy man and like two or three albums it's like i can't keep up it's like slow down a little bit you know i'm still hearing your last album from two months ago (laughs) but yeah i mean how do you feel about that like when people just uh, give you uh quantity yeah quality i mean of course if the quantity is good you definitely don't complain about it i'll never it's it's like going to a buffet like i'll never complain about more food like i'll eat it i'll 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 take it all but you're right Right. there is it's kind of like um like anything else i want to learn it i want to absorb it and i feel like if i only play an album once or twice I might not ever play it again if i'm playing another one you know two months later you know and i might i might have missed something on that last album so i it's 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 kind of a gray area i would i would say that i mean i'm not an artist so it's i guess i'm talking out of school here but i would just say that i would probably more or less let things breathe a bit like i do the podcast episodes for instance i don't like putting them too close together because i want people to absorb the last one feel it for at least a good week 10 days and then get into the next one if i put them out too right. close together i feel like that person who gave me their time you know they don't get to shine on it people won't listen it'll, it'll get lost in the shuffle so i don't know if that made any sense what i said but i guess that's how i feel about it as a fan but uh Hey, if you got good yeah, quality product, put it out, I guess, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, if you if you can pull it off and it's quality, then I'm all with it. But, you know, for the most part, from what I've witnessed, there's, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of projects out there from artists. So they'll, they'll put, like, out, they'll, they'll put out an abundance. And right. there's a handful of tracks you'll like out of an album. You know, I, me personally, I can't do that. I could, but it, it wouldn't feel right, you know. 
Like, I would have to, if I put out a body of work, I know I absolutely love it. I'm confident and I'm satisfied. And, you know, I'll move on to the next. Like, I couldn't drop five albums in a year. You know what I'm saying? So, right. You know, it's just not, it's, it takes time. I mean, good art takes time. I and mean, it's got to have layers. It's got to, it's got to be right. Yeah. To each their own. You know, I'm not even trying to shit on these people. You know, right, like, right. It's, it's all love, you know, but me personally, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm more likely to put out a bunch of singles, but a bunch of albums. Nah, nah. You know, try to be like Prince, I mean. put some stuff in the vault and uh, think about the right time to release it. Right. I mean, you're talking about this, this joint with Odyssey and Sky Zoo. It'll come out when it comes out. You, you'll get it ready. But, you know, you're right. not trying yeah, to rush yeah. to put it out just for the sake of like, I got to let people know I did this. I, you know, it's going to expire or something. Like there's an expiration date on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's no. Yeah. That's that's it's got to be right. It's got to be like like and I'm my worst critic. So it's got to be 100 percent what I want to hear. And then I'll put it out. You know what I mean? Like I. I mean, there's verses that I never even got to use. You know what I mean? Like, um, um, like for example, first album had a song called "Rugged Music" on it, right? Um, right. It was featured Posse featured, Joint. Yeah. Yeah, it was King Crooked, Blue, and my man Jason Rose. Now, originally, it was supposed to be King Crooked and Al Zide. You know what I mean? So, but I had lost that verse. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't even get a hold of it. You know, I tried to get a hold of him and try to fix it, but it was supposed to be originally King Crooked, Elzai, and myself. And I did that for my boy uh, Joe back in the day because he was like, "Man, if you put King Crooked and and, and he used to just go by Crooked Eye back then, he's like, "Yo, you put Crooked Eye and Elzai on the track, that'd be the craziest shit ever." And I was like, "Word, I'm just gonna do that." He's like, "Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and then I was just like, "All right, we'll we'll, we'll figure it out." And uh, one thing led to another. You know, good thing I. I had some connections in Detroit, and uh, but yeah, that was you know shit like that happens all the time. We have songs, you know, like Rock Marcy was supposed to be on Dank. On um, oh wow, yeah, and I never got that verse. You know, that was a whole other thing. But uh, there's a bunch of shit people sit on. It just never comes out, or or it doesn't. It'll come out when it's meant to come out. You know what I mean? So right, yeah, never. You never rush. You got to make sure it's right. You're 100% happy with it before it comes out. That's just how I feel, though. Right. Now, there's probably a difference between being like an artist who's just trying to, you know, put together a project and and just trying to rush something out because, you know, you got something you want to let people know you have it, but it might not be ready. So you definitely you're on the you're doing it the right way. And I feel like that's the best way to do it is when it's ready, it's ready. You know, you don't want right. to undercook it, I guess, I don't know, <laughs> or whatever. But uh, yeah, no, that's a perfect analogy right there. You don't want you want to make sure it's perfect. You know what I mean? You don't want to undercook it and you don't want to you want it to come out of the oven all burnt up. Yeah, man. And it's got to be right. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I like what you said a little bit ago about the difference between these two albums. That first one, thank you very much. I got I to gotta speak on it because, you know, I wish yeah. I had that record back when uh, I went through a crappy breakup and all that. I was living the single life and, you know, trying to drink some beers and hang out and stuff. That album is uh, is crazy, man. Talk about the vibe on that one and the concept. I love that record, man. It, like you said, it, 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 you grew a lot from that one, too. But I think it's very relatable for some of us that, that are listening because everybody's been through something like that. Right. Yeah, man. It was, it was a crazy time because um, I was with my girl at the time almost going on for 11 years man and uh it, it fucked me up you know like i was like man like really like like that's that's a lifetime you know what i mean so, yeah and i was just like i remember the con a conversation i had with her and and i was pretty much done with music you know what i'm saying like um i became a cicerone which is basically the equivalent of a sommelier but close to sommelier in the wine world 
it's a certified beer server gotcha or a certified beer uh connoisseur in the, in the in the craft beer world so i was like pretty much done with music you know like i was like fuck this shit i'm just gonna sell beers with a bunch of nerds and make a living like that and i was <laughs> you know what i mean so, yeah and I, she 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 said something like oh like like on some pity shit like oh you shouldn't give up i mean you're so talented and i was like man you fuck out of here with this pity <laughs> shit you know what i'm saying right like, <laughs> and then i was like you know what i just gotta i just gotta uh my I just had an apartment that I got around that time uh, in, in Northwest DC, you know, like I had this job that I was really happy with, you know, like I had a name in a, in a craft beer industry. So whatever bars we would go to, me and my boys would roll through and they would always hook us up. And it was just a good time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like me and my boys picking up girls, you know, like drinking, getting fucked up, right. like, being the life of the party. And at the bar, everybody's fucking cracking jokes with us. And we were like at the center of it all. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just a good time. So a lot of those, inter- a lot of those skits, that's really how we talk to one another. You know, that's real shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. that was not like a, uh, yeah, sure. Some of it might've been scripted and written, right. you know, but, um, that's really how that some of those voicemails are real. <laughs> is the woman's voice real? That that voicemail? Uh, which one? The one yeah, where she's um, saying, uh, you know, who cares if I'm with the dude that's old and. Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't actually her. But right. Exactly. That's kind of what she. But said. it's kind of like the vibe of what she was saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what she said. So I was like, Jeez. all right, Jeez. Cool. Yeah, man. I almost had to pull over when I was listening to that. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> this yeah. is the. Yeah, man. Yeah, like and it was crazy. Like I had albums. I'm not gonna say which, which artists. But there was like albums that I was supposed to produce, and it was like three back to back that fell through. And the last one was huge. It was big. It was a big name, and and it was like thirty racks on the table from a distribution company. And then there was other two record labels that were trying to get a piece of that album too because they heard the records. And you know, like ever like when that happened, I was just like, man, I'm done. But then when she told me that, I was like, you know what? Fuck that. Like we're we're having this great year in 2017. You know what? Fuck that. I'm gonna put an album together. I got all this heat that I'm sitting on, and then it's kind of how there you go. That album came together. You know, like I, I vented off from breaking up with with that individual, and then I kind of just had fun with it. You know what I mean? That's a good inspiration. It's probably like therapy too, putting that album together. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you know, they can't put a price on that one. <laughs> it's... Definitely, yeah. But I, I was definitely happy with the outcome. I mean, people love that album. They, they love the skits on it. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, yeah, man. Well, I think I think we did a job. You did a good job on that one. So. Oh yeah, and I got to ask you yeah. about doing a joint with Cool Keith, the the song Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've seen him perform a couple times, and you know we all know right. Cool Keith. You know the the, the crazy aliases and all that. What what was it like working with him on a track? He was he was surprisingly chill, man. Like he was real cool. Um, and like to be honest, like I didn't even know about about Cool Keith until the later years. You know. Uh, one of my OGs, um, rest in peace, uh, unique, big unique. He just passed this uh, August, um, which is crazy, man. He put me on so much old school shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like my era was like, my era was like the 2000s. You know, the DMXs, the Jay Zs, the Eminems. That's that was my shit. You know, like, right? So he he put me onto a lot of like shit from back in the day. So he put me onto the first Ultra Magnetic MCs album. All critical breakdown. Yeah. 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 yeah critical beatdown and I was listening to it and I was just like at first I was like oh, I did some old school shit whatever and then I, as I <laughs> studied the game and I, as I studied the like the music that was coming out beforehand and I looked back at all the other shit that came out in the mid 80s and I was like yo are you sure this came out in 86 like is it, <laughs> this this sounds way too advanced like right and then he was like yo I'm telling you I'm telling you and I, I, I listened to like his entire their entire catalog and I was like yo cool Keith is fucking 
dope. Like, like, like I couldn't even believe it. Like, that he was rapping like that in, like, 86, 88. The one thing, like, you know, like, led to another. Like, I somehow got a hold of his manager's uh, email. We made that track happen. Yeah, we, yeah, he was he was mad chill. We were supposed to shoot a video for it too, but you know, certain things got it got uh yeah got beyond my control. But um, I might even do a deluxe version of that album or like an anniversary. Shoot some visuals for it because I should I didn't shoot any visuals for that album. As far as working with him, yeah, he was real cool. Like, yeah, surprisingly cool. Man, that'd be cool to see visual of that, even if it's after the fact. Who cares? I mean, just <laughs> cool Keith, right, man. He's yeah. just crazy, dude. That'd be something, man. Yeah, really fun. Yeah, you're talking about my era too. You know, the, the mid '80s. I'm I'm over forty, so that, that's that, that's right. my wheelhouse right there. You know, Run DMC and LL, Houdini, and all that. So yeah, yeah, right. some of that old stuff, man. It, it's timeless. It still it still works. You know, I know everybody's got a different ear depending on what era you grew up in, but uh, yeah, right. ultra magnetic MCs. They they killed it. Yeah, yeah cool yeah, Keith. Man, like, yeah. They killed it, man. Said G on the production. I mean, yeah. Which was, was nuts. I mean, and I, I don't even go back to like, I don't even like base shit on, on time, but sometimes when shit is so great at a certain time, you kind of appreciate it more. And then you realize, holy shit. Man, right. These motherfuckers are doing that at that year while everybody was doing this. That's why this album stands out. That's kind of how I feel about um like Low End Theory, for example. I believe Low End Theory is probably the best produced hip hop album of all time. Because it'd be hard to argue 1991, that 1991, right? For 1991, for that album to sound like that and whatever you got a picture like that album came out 91 and yeah listen to everything else that came out even in 92 or 1990 <laughs> it wasn't even close yeah it's not even close and i was like shit <laughs> and it's classic <laughs> albums in that era too that came out within months of that one that you could argue right. ah this one's this one's good too i mean yeah like pete rock and seal smooth in the next year and you know right. wu-tang a couple of years later i mean yeah there's so much dude in that era there was but. so much good shit around that time yeah and then that, that somebody low in theory it just sounds obnoxiously fucking like out of space for that time I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this you know so like yeah that so yeah he my og definitely put me on to the to the old school shit and it's kind of, I, i'm glad he did because it re it redefined my ear and i appreciate like the shit that came before me and i if i haven't heard if i hadn't heard all the older shit like I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't probably wouldn't have that ear that I have today because it's really all about the ear. It's about what you hear and how you express it, you know. So yeah, salute yeah. to him and uh, you know condolences, rest in peace for sure, man. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Yeah, another track on that album I was talking to you about it before the, the video game joint, the last one. You know, being a video game nerd, I just said I grew up in the '80s, so I grew up on Atari and Nintendo and you know, eventually PlayStation stuff like that. Uh, right, I love right. the sample in there. I believe it's Zelda, right? If I got that correct. Yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, a couple of verses I like the uh, tripping over shrooms like Mario and of course yeah. you know talking about Zero Suit Samus I see you on that one I definitely agree right. agree with you on that <laughs> for those listening check out the song you know what we're talking about but uh talk right. about being a being a video game head you must be a, at least a little bit to make a record like that oh yeah 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 absolutely I, mean, I was gonna do a whole album called cartridge sound um and i think yeah it was certain labels i was talking to about releasing that back in my producer days when i was just going by Ciroc, but uh it never happened so i had all this heat that i was sitting on and i was like yeah man like that song that beat i remember we had a show with Alzai in DC and shouts out to my man uh mental stamina he put he was a promoter back then he put the show together and uh, I remember playing that Zelda joint just the way it was sequenced on the album you know with the intro and then when the beat dropped right the whole crowd went fucking nuts and then when the when the synthesizer came in it was fucking deafening in there you know what I'm saying I was like okay I gotta use this shit somehow <laughs> so <laughs> there um, it is yeah like uh yeah but, but 
video games. Yeah, I was, I've been playing video games forever. You know what I mean? So, what's your go to, man? Yeah. You play Madden a lot, or what's a joint you play all the time? Back in the day, um, I mean, I was Punch Out and Mario. Those are like my two that I played constantly, but that's going back a bit. Yeah, I played. Uh, I played NBA Live before 2K came became the thing. You know what I'm saying? That's that was my go to back then. And um, these days, man, I, I've been playing UFC a lot. You know, what I'm oh, there you go. <laughs> I've been playing UFC a lot, man. So that's that's kind of been my go to. But then just you know, like uh, the first Red Dead Redemption was, was fucking crazy. So oh, yeah. I'm still trying to get through the second one. I have the second one right here. I've just been so busy with with life and work and this music shit. I never got the time to actually sit down and play because that's not one of them games you can just kind of play you have to play it you know what i mean so, right to really appreciate it but um yeah man so many classic video games like like you remember tenchu oh yeah oh yeah that for samurai sure. game yeah that was one of my favorites man that was such a sleeper i think you that mentioned shinobi in that song too so yeah, yeah shinobi, another one yeah, shinobi was hard <laughs> shinobi so hard to beat that's another classic yeah ninja guy uh, was one i had a hard time with uh mortal Kombat, yeah. of course is the all-time classic yeah, that's definitely a classic. And uh, you remember Link's Awakening for the Game Boy? You ever played that? No, nah, that one I didn't. I didn't play a lot of Zelda, but uh, I'm a f- I'm familiar with it. But I definitely didn't play. Was that one you were uh, hooked on? Yeah, that one. That one was really hard to beat, but I eventually beat it too, man. But that was that was so crazy. It took like four or five of five of us to figure out the last mushroom, the mushroom mountain part. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like a you kind of enter in the and you're in this maze. Like you enter the one room. But you got to know the combination of what room to go to, or they'll keep setting you back to the beginning. It was just frustrating. Shit. You need to brag on that, man. You beat it on a Game yeah, Boy too. That little green screen deal, whatever yeah, that thing green, was. Yeah, you remember that shit, <laughs> man. Yeah, the technology at what the time that was like yeah. innovative. It was like you could hold this in your hand and play a video game. Are you joking? And like now, right. it's like whatever. You know, <laughs> it's like it, yeah. dead technology. But right, like Game Gear too was back like then, that. It was everything. Oh man! Back then it was everything, man. I yeah. love that Game Boy. But yeah, like I just figured, like I use that track and uh, make it the closer of the album on some gate on some on some here I am game over shit. You know what I mean? So and uh, yeah, like I yeah, I'm I'm glad it came out the way it did because uh, it was just supposed it was just supposed to be an instrumental originally, but um, I guess everything happens for a reason, right? Yeah, um, you had to flip on it, man. You had to do it, and it look yeah. how it turned out. And I'm talking about it. Was it three years now since that record came out? So yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it? Uh, yeah, almost two years. Right. Yeah, yeah, about two years, but yeah, almost three years now. And you brought up UFC, and I noticed a lot of wrestling references in your songs. And I'm a big wrestling nerd. I talk about wrestling on here, even right. on the new album Teeth. You talk about uh, Sweet Chin music, like a HBK reference. Talk about uh, the the record Teeth, and then also how wrestling is uh, themed in that song and others. That was Hill, I think, right? With, with Quelle, Quelle. Oh, you know what? I just screwed yeah. that up. It's right. Uh, yeah, with nah, with with Quelle, with Quell Chris. Yeah, my bad. No, nah, it's all good. Um, yeah, that was um, yeah. Uh, me personally, I never liked the face. <laughs> I never liked the face. I I liked Hulk Hogan when I was a kid. But now, no but way, then, man. <laughs> yeah, but now as I as I gotten older, I remember uh, watching Brett the Hitman Hart. And I was like, yeah, he's a heel with his with his tag team partner. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, whenever he's in that ring, he does it the cleanest. You know what I mean? Right. And I was just watching him, and I was just like, man, this guy's a beast. Like, fuck yeah. Like, yeah, he's he, people boo him because he, he's not catering to the crowd. But I was like, man, that's just, he keeps it real, you know? Same thing with Ric Flair. You know, he was braggadocious, talking all that shit, you know? 
I got a Rolex, I got a fat whip. <laughs> I'm the, you know what I'm saying? And right. it's just like, yeah, people booing them, but yo, you gotta admit that shit's hilarious. You know what I'm saying? And then as I got older, man, yeah, I, I like I like these I like these hills, man. I, I cater to the hill a lot more because um, or, or relate to the hill a lot more rather because me and myself, I feel like I feel like I'm a hill myself because I feel like I got what it takes, but because how this industry is and how it's function how it functions, I feel like I. I I don't mind taking the, the bad guy role, you know what I mean, to get to where I need to be. There so, you go. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like, fuck it, you know what I mean? Like, I know what I can do in the ring, but all this all this bullshit and all the facade that goes on the outside, I'll just keep it real. Y'all don't have to like me, but you know what time it is when I'm in the ring. So It's more fun know. to be a heel anyway. I mean, a face... Yeah, it's way more Sometimes fun it can be heel. corny, you know, you don't, you don't believe it as much, but... I always right. feel like I mean, wrestlers get excited to turn heel more than they do to turn face more often than not, especially nowadays. Back then in the eighties was different, but yeah. Right, right. Yeah, like you like especially nowadays, like unless it's like natural, like where you're just getting cheered and you're still playing a heel, then of course you gotta turn, right? But the last person where I was like when I was watching who was just so effortless at it was Bray Wyatt when he first got in. Oh man, yeah, yeah. yeah and now he's the fiend and oh there so you're yeah, talking about yeah, their current all shit. Stuff, all right, right, I got you. Here we go. But don't you think they screwed it up the first time? Like Oh yeah. Like this guy had everybody singing, he's got the whole world in his hands. I was like, yo, put him over, man. It's over. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Like, but they fucked it up. So yep. like, and they right. ruined Harper and uh Eric Rowan and those guys are gone now. Yeah, it's they they had to reinvent him and yeah. and now he's so popular, he kind of is a face, even though there's no way in hell that character is a face. I mean he's yeah, wearing a mask no and, <laughs> There's but, no way. But they love him so much because they know the talent is there and there's nothing like it. So you can't help yourself but to cheer for him, you know what I mean? It's like with but, the New Day, when they first came out, they were supposed to be faces, and nobody liked them, and then they just started, like, telling the, the crowd, like, all right, fuck you then, you know, we're going to call you out, and then everybody started loving them, and then, you know, they had no choice but to turn them face, and they've been faces ever since, but you're right, right the talent sometimes wins over, even if the gimmick is yeah. lame or just, or not thought out thoroughly, you know. Yeah, man, I mean, another, another good one, while we're on that topic, is, like, the whole Matt Hardy thing, you know what I mean? There like, you go. Yeah, that was crazy, man. I, when I was watching him do all that shit, I was like, at first I was like, he lost his mind. But then as he continued it, I was like, this is genius. This is genius. And then speaking of the New Day, you remember that WrestleMania moment? Oh, with Kofi? Uh, I kind of stopped watching wrestling, but my brothers put me on. They were like, yo, you got to watch this. My little brothers were like bugging me about it. And I was like, uh -huh. okay, what's going on? And I was like, oh, shit, the Hardy Boys came back. And yo, that's, that might oh, be the, ladder match, the yeah. loudest pop I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. But unfortunately, WWE kind of dropped the ball. They didn't do the whole broken... I know they had to buy the. Uh, there's a whole thing with legal stuff about using it from Impact Wrestling, but you know yeah. Matt's gone now, and you know it, I think they they kind of lost that chance to really do that same gimmick yeah, or at least a man. version of it. it. It didn't really work out. It didn't, man. I feel bad for Matt because it all it was always about Jeff Hardy, Jeff, 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 and I'm like, right. finally, finally Matt gets his moment. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> finally, that was all Matt Hardy. That was not Jeff. You know, that was all Matt Hardy. Right. That pop was for Matt Hardy. You you heard the crowd. You heard the crowd going delete, delete, delete. That's yep. all Matt Hardy. Yeah. So I was happy. That was his moment, really. You know, that was I was happy that he got that moment. Good to see him get his chance. And Jeff's still there. Yeah. And Matt's moved on to AEW. But uh, yeah, man, it, it's I, I tell people all the time that the wrestling now, the dudes are more athletic than the guys I grew up watching. The gimmicks might have been better back in the '80s and '90s, but now it's uh, these guys are doing moves and things that there's no way in hell. 
you could ever see Hogan do half of the shit that they do now. There's no way this dude would yeah, ever be over. No way. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look how insane AJ Styles is in in the ring. That's my dude. Yeah. Yeah, like he's insane. Like, like he's like some of the shit I see him do. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this is crazy. You know, like he's like a he's like a he's like a like a Shawn Michaels on steroids or something. It's insane. Like, like some of those moves. But yeah, you're right. Like the the, the gimmicks. We're a little more uh, out there in the '80s, but uh, but the athleticism definitely took a whole another step. In what's going on right now? Exactly. So. You have a favorite uh, currently, or even of, of all time that you uh, that you always of go to. Of all time, I'd have to say uh, I'd have to say Bret the Hitman Hart. Man, that was yeah, my favorite. That's how I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, but um, right now I don't know, man. I like yeah. I guess I like Bray and uh, AJ the most. You there know? you go. Those are two good ones right there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think so. AJ's my guy because I stopped watching wrestling for like basically most of the two thousands. But right, yeah, I started watching TNA and I'd see Gail Kim, who's another one who got me back into it, and AJ Styles. I'm like, man, this they're doing things I've never seen before because I've been watching wrestling in you know a long time and right. When AJ went to WWE, I'm like, I'm like, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm here every week. I'm, I'm watching it every week. You got me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got me. And he's doing things in Japan and killing it. And he's my favorite of right now. Um, yeah. Of all time, I'm a Macho Man uh, nerd. Yeah, you yeah, know, that's my, that's my dude, great. of course, uh, of all time. Macho Ricky Man Steamboat, you know, those are my favorites when I think of the old. And I'm realizing that as I get older, I like the more athletic ones. As a kid, I liked Hogan. But as I got older, I realized that dude wasn't really that good. He was just, right. you know, he just mad steroided up and screaming and stuff but he really wasn't that gifted in the ring and i'm not trying to, I'm not ring, trying to nah, he wasn't that great yeah i'm not trying to hate on him it's just like his style doesn't fit now and it does it's not it's not long lasting his his persona is but not not what he did in the ring so respect right, to the yeah. the newer class for sure yeah definitely agree with you on that man talk about that joint heel uh working with quell chris who's of course you know doing big things too i mean he's he's definitely one of my favorites out there right now yeah, yeah, man, he's 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 incredible, man. The stuff he's doing, so yeah, like that. Uh, that was actually uh easy because um his manager was the uh was was the publicist for uh, thank you very much. So that connection was pretty easy. So I kind of just reached out to to, uh, to my publicist, and then yeah, that record came out pretty nice. So it was real fast turnaround too. You might I might shoot a visual for that too. Oh, that'd soon. be cool. Yeah. You might do a kick Sooner. like Shawn Michaels. You might be kicking somebody in it or giving yeah, some sweet well, chin music. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it's definitely going to be some wrestling, you know, wrestling like in between like clips while we're doing our thing. You know what I mean? Because the, the intro, right? The intro is actually from an MMA fighter. Uh, his name is Ally Quinta, right? And he fought, um, I believe he fought. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jorge Masvidal in that fight, right? And even though it seemed like he lost the fight, they acted like, the crowd acted like he laid and prayed on, on, on him. And, you know, like, no, nah, they slugged it out. This, they, Al stood on his feet boxing and scr- scrapping. You know, he didn't go 
go the wrestling route and lay the right. trade on the guy. You know what I'm saying? And then when the decision comes out, I was like, yeah, this is close. This can go either way, but I'll lean towards Masvidal. But they give it to Ally Quinta, right? And I'm like, oh, shit, okay, I can see why. Maybe the second and third round. And then I remember when, when, when Al was like, are you guys booing me? Like, you better not boo me. I fought my fucking ass off. Fuck you. And I was just like, <laughs> I feel that. That's how that, that that's me. Right. Like, who the fuck are you booing? Like, I just busted my ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, it ain't like I bolstered around and ran away. You know, I fought this man. But yeah, there's definitely going to be some there's going to be some kind of wrestling MMA stuff going on in that video. Like in between clips, maybe. I don't know. We still got to figure it out. I got to write the treatments for him. But yes, hopefully, hopefully uh, first to second quarter of uh, 2021. See some visuals for that. Man, that's something to look forward to. Talking about From the Mud, the new album from Rock Abraham. Uh, another joint I, I, sa- I said earlier that I meant to say heel, but get back to it now. Teeth, another banger off this record, man. Really feeling that at that joint. Talk about that album. Oh, yeah. Thank you, man. That's uh, We're actually shooting a video for that on the 20th. Oh, there it is. Nice. Yeah, we're shooting a video for that on the 20th. That was, I think that's the first song I recorded for this album. And um, yeah, I mean, it's a soulful joint. Like, it's, yeah. um, I'm kind of just doing my thing, braggadocia, but at the same time, I'm talking about knocking people's teeth out, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> right, it's like you... <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, it's kind of ass backwards, but... Um, Whatever, that's why it works, though. Yeah, that's why I guess that's why it worked. But you know, like, um, yeah, like that was the first joint I recorded for this album. I think I think it was the first or second. But yeah, a lot of people told me they fucked with it, and I was just like, yeah, I got to shoot the visual for that one. You know what I mean? So that's definitely happening uh, later this later this month. Hopefully, it'll be out beginning of the beginning of uh, 2021 sometime. So yeah, definitely look out for that because it's definitely happening. Man. You know. 2021 we got to keep watching for these visuals and 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 songs you might be dropping Uh, this album yeah it's a lot of bangers on here a lot of songs on here a couple of your albums you do a lot of singing and vocalizing is that something you've always wanted to do how did you come about doing that as well as doing mc yeah the singing thing i don't even think i can sing i can i can hold i can hold certain notes right i can harmonize you know what i mean but it really comes down to the writing aspect like all of my hooks i write it myself you know what i mean and half the time i have somebody in mind you know what i mean and i just can't i just can't get to that person right. for whatever reason and that's oh yeah you know what in retrospect that's probably one of the more difficult parts during COVID, uh getting vocalists like singers into the studio that's one thing that fucked it all up but like I said, I, I'm I'm happy with the outcome. Like you know, I had somebody in mind for Karma to sing that. So oh, when see. that shit yeah, when that shit didn't go through, I was like, man, fuck it. I'm just gonna sing. I'm just gonna do shit. <laughs> I'm myself. a Luther Vandross this shit right here. Let me give me, yeah, let me get I'm in there. Myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, Musina came through on Mercy, but yeah, I wrote that too. Like so even on the first albums, like Have a Brew and like Cicerone, all of those choruses, I wrote them myself. But the good thing about that, those sessions, I was able to. I was able to get a hold of like some some vocalists and singers, but uh, the problem with with this with this album was that I wasn't able to get a hold of anybody. So I had to kind of force myself to do those do those those hooks and start harmonizing a little more. But I think it worked out fine, you know. Like yeah, like I realized, oh, I don't really need to do all that shit and chase people. You know, I can just do this shit myself. So <laughs> singing, yeah. rapping, producing, you know, it's it's your yeah. one your one stop shop, dude. You don't have to do anything else with anybody else. Hey, if it works, you know, <laughs> if it's not broken, why well, try to fix it, you know? Man, I love the, yeah. the last joint, too. F you. That's uh, just a that's just a good way to just, you know, seal it up. Like, here's the, here's the end of the album. Fuck you. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's it, man. Uh, shouts out to uh, to Slim Cat seventy eight on that beat, man. But me and him used to do beat beat battles back in the day, and um, I remember we were all playing beats like, and uh, I think I, was, I did the fifth beat grinder, and he did like the third or fourth beat grinder. They were all like beat battles in DC, and I remember he was battling somebody in the third or second round, and he played that beat, and I was like, oh shit, you know. But you know, I had a game face on. I didn't have no reaction. Right. And I looked. I looked at my girl. The whole crowd was going crazy. And I looked at my girl, and I was like, at the time, I was like, yeah, that beats tight, right? Yeah. It ain't like your shit, but it's alright. <laughs> Get <laughs> out of here. Like, in, my head, in my head, I'm like, fuck, that beat is crazy as shit. And I was like, man, be honest, that beats tight, right? Nah, that shit's kind of hard, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, man, like that. I, I always told myself, man, somebody like a quality is going to end up on that beat or Jay Electronica. But when right. it didn't happen, I was like, I reached out to him. I was like, yo, you remember that beat from like fucking back then? I was like, you guys still, you still got that? I was like, yup. And then that's how, that's kind of how F you have. Oh, that's so. a cool story, man. See that? That's yeah. <laughs> what's a, that must be crazy too. Because since you make beats, but if you hear somebody else's and it just blows you away like that, like that's how you know that's really some something that somebody's created. Does right. that happen pretty right. often for you? Where you hear a beat, and you're like, "Damn it, I could have came up with that. How did I not do that?" Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I do sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, um, I don't necessarily have that uh, have that kind of reaction where like. Yeah, like I wouldn't, I would never chop that sample that way. But the way that the way this individual approached it, right. very creative, you know. And I've heard, I've, I've heard, I've heard it all. You know what I'm saying? I've heard everything. You know what I'm saying? So when somebody gets creative and impresses me, I was like, oh shit, this is this is something special. You know what I mean? So yeah, that was definitely one of those beats. But he, him, him in general, he's 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 kind of a DC legend. You know, he's been producing shit for like decades now. So. That was just another one of those joints he had in his back. He also did a uh, 10K on that album, and he did Mercy on that album. Oh, okay. Well. So he worked for a couple joints. Okay. Yeah, we did like two, three joints. Um, but yeah, he's yeah, he's a, he's always been one of the best from the area. So yeah, definitely shouts out to him. And you put out a beat album. I'm, I'm reading here. You worked on an SB 1200 for the whole album. How was that? I mean, that's just like a classic beat machine right there. Yeah, man, that was fun, man. That was. Um, I think I don't know how it, how it came about, but you know, like the SP was just so like sellable and I didn't really see anyone put out a B tape. And, you know, for some reason, like, like low, like low frequency just sounds completely different coming out of that machine. Like that 12 bit crunch that you hear on like those snares from back in the day on like those Pete rock beats, you know what I mean? Like it's, it can't be replicated. So I got it strictly because of that, because I was such a nerd and I was oh, there you go. The best, I was trying to have the best production possible. Cause my, my, my main thing was the MPC 2500. You know, that was like my main shit. Uh, the SP303 for effects. Um, I had a 2000 that I use occasionally. But yeah, like I got the SP1200 strictly to run my drums through it. Then I was like, you know what? 10 seconds of sampling time. Who the fuck is going to tell me I can't make heat on this? There you, you go. I mean, so I challenged myself and I kept uploading them on YouTube. You can actually find these beats on YouTube. And they started getting hits, you know, like. 15 20,000 streams i was like oh shit okay let me just put out a beat tape i guess and then i kind of just put that out and that's kind of how that happened you know and the name of the album suck my disc it's just <laughs> that's a cool cool <laughs> yeah. cool one right there man <laughs> yeah nick the wonder came up with that he was like yeah because i had no idea what to call it he was just called he just said yeah call that shit 
Carla should suck my disc. And I was like, oh, it's genius. And by the way, he's <laughs> the one that uh, he produced uh, Teeth and Same Clothes on the on. Oh, the okay, man. Shout out to him. That he, yeah, Same Clothes, another one on that record too. Yeah. Uh, Sophisticated Palettes is another one that caught my attention too. I mean, a lot of a lot of bangers on that album, man. What's been the reception for this album? Have you gotten a lot of good reception from it from people, fans, and such? Yeah, from the people that heard it. Yeah, from the people that heard it, they. Uh, yeah, they're, they're a lot, I guess a lot of people were surprised because it didn't sound like it didn't sound nothing like the last one. And uh, but it's for overall like people, people, people like it. Me personally, like I like both both albums, but certain tracks are just like hard for me to listen to based on like what I was talking about. Like, like to me, like Mercy, I get a little teary eyed when I hear that shit based on what I'm talking about. But then others tell me, oh, it's inspiring. You know what I'm saying? It's an inspiring record. So I'm like, okay, it's, it's, right. it's interesting. You know what I mean? So songs like uh, Candy Story, you know, like that's that's a real story. Yeah, that was somebody. That one's serious. Yeah. 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 So that one, that's like, when I hear that, I'm like, that's that's crazy. You know? So yeah, overall, people, I think people people liked it, but we're still we're still pushing it. You know, I feel like a lot of people still need to hear it. So we're gonna shoot ton of videos man maybe five six videos at the least so i'm just gonna push them out all all throughout 2021 man people listening go check out from the mud from rock abraham and the visuals when they come i mean that definitely will help grow the album and get more people to uh come to it thank you for telling me about it and uh, i've been playing it for a couple weeks and just mad feeling it for sure i wanted to ask you about the cover is that you as a kid on the cover there yeah, yeah, that was me. The, the kid, parental so. advisory shirt—that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, actually, that was uh, that was that was edited. And um, oh, okay. Yeah, Heck Dolo, he made the cover for that. He also made the beat for Sophisticated Palace, since you mentioned that record. So, oh, good. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's like my brother. That's like my best friend right there. So he's he's one of those crate digging motherfuckers, man. Like like um, what was the record? Symbiosis. Um, oh yeah that's another one, one. Yeah. yeah he he hit me with that sample way back in the day like 2007 he hit me with that sample when nobody even knew about that record you know you know so um yeah he's he's a re- he's a crate digging crate digging genius man so but he put that he started you know, he started messing around with the uh, graphic designs and He's the one that put the parental advisory on the shirt. And I was just like, oh, boom, that's perfect. That's covered. That's it, you know? That's yeah. perfect as a kid to run around wearing yeah. that outfit, man. It, even though it's, you know, like you said, it was it was put together. But still, I could I could see someone like yourself or myself run around with a shirt like that back in, like, 93 or whatever. Right, yeah. I mean, I wish that shirt was real. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, it made, it made sense. He made he, he matched the, co- the colors. And, and all of that to just make it all cohesive. And uh, yeah, as soon as I saw it, I was like, yep, yep we're, we're done. That's it. Let's just put it out. Yeah, that's pretty so. cool. You're talking about, you know, production side of it. Since you didn't actually do the production on this album, you're talking about beats from like, you know, 2007 and another beat from a couple years ago. And like, you know, like beats and, and pr- the production kind of came together over a period of time. It seems like, you know, that's not how you actually planned it out. It just seemed to work out that way. That's kind of a cool backstory to how this album yeah. put, got put together yeah man yeah it's just like it's it's, it's always like that's it's, i think that's the thing at least for me i feel like a lot of artists work work, work that way you all you're always work you know you're always working and you always have shit in the stash but until you're like you hear you do like one or two to three records and then you're like okay we're going somewhere and then once you have those three records you kind of put an album together based on that i think the first three of from the mud were, were uh i think was teeth was number one, number two was FU, and I think same clothes was the third. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So once I had those three, I was like, okay, it's time to, it's time to build around that. Right. That's the vibe there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And then we kind of just, um, yeah, it all accumulated, and we eventually, um, we eventually just put it together. That sophisticated palette speed, he, he's been sitting on that beat forever. Normally. That joint is sick, man. I had to write that one right? down. I'm like, whoa, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like you know, like me, like yeah, like me being competitive, you know, because me, me and Heck, we're cool, but we were always competitive. You know, I'll play him bangers, right? Like I'll play him like um what did I play him? Some that um that I know got reactions. See, I'll play him like the dank beat, right? And he'll 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 barely like nod his head and he'll be like, Yeah, it's pretty good, man. <laughs> and you know <laughs> And I'm anticipating like him breaking his neck. Right. Jumping up off the like, couch or something. Like, oh, yeah. that's just crazy. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty good, man. It's pretty good. And then when he played that beat and he was nodding his head, he's like, Yeah, you know this shit's crazy, right? And I was like in my head, I was like, Yo, this is obnoxious. But I'm not even gonna give him that reaction. I just kinda stood there and I was like, it's pretty good. Man. Stone faced it. Good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I ended up using it anyway. So there yeah. it is. But, yeah, fun times. That's probably the fun of it, too, at production. When somebody else, you can see their reaction or their non-reaction, but you know they're really feeling it more than they're letting on because everybody's trying to, to play it off. That's cool. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's man, awesome, that, that man. Was that, that was that producer shit back then, man, because we yeah. were all in battles. And yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, I mean, as I've gotten older, man, I don't even hold it in anymore, man. You know, it's, it's just like, yo, this is fire. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like for what? Like yeah, we're all being competitive with one another, and that will help us grow. But when when somebody has some fire, like you gotta you gotta let them know and encourage them to keep going. Because sometimes that can be discouraging, you know. Like as tough as it is to break through this business and this industry, you know. Like I feel like people people deserve their props when when it's earned. So. Well said, well put. That's definitely the way it should be, man. And it's no different than MCing, you know, just a battling and uh, trying to see who's yeah. better. And, you know, my, my beat, I'm bringing my beat to it, your beat, you know, and everybody's trying to compete and, and bring something to the table. So uh, that that's pretty cool, man. That's definitely how it should be. And uh, like I said, the production on, on the, both albums is uh you, you could tell it's definitely you guys were messing around on these two albums and uh i'm looking forward to the new stuff man you're talking about the visuals and you know the song with sky zoo and odyssey just where can people find your music and obviously this album here from the mud yeah man uh it's it's available it's available on all platforms um you know spotify apple music Bandcamp, whatever whatever you use it's, it's out there and um and um as far as like social media all, all of my handles whether it's Twitter or uh, or IG, it's all Rock Abraham, uh, you know, spelled R O C K A B R U H A M. And uh, yeah, it's it, more shit coming. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm probably gonna drop some, like at least a single or two every month next year. Uh, definitely several several visuals from up from uh, the last album here that we just dropped. So maybe maybe another body of work at the latter of the year. I don't know yet. You know what I mean? But um. Definitely dropping something every month and uh, definitely dropping visuals. Just kind of keep the momentum going and see where it kind of leads us. You know what I mean? Yeah, keeping them interested, man. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, definitely got some. I definitely got a ton of shit that I've been sitting on. So 
can't wait to just get let it all out see what happens man thank you so much for coming on the show dude it's been a been a blast talking i got a chance to talk about wrestling and video games and i, I try to do that as often as i can but it doesn't happen all the time but definitely <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know i got a friend uh dj real one and he he always teases me because i talk about aj styles too much so once again aj oh, styles yeah. got named and i didn't even say it this time so there it is right yeah no he's exactly <laughs> i mean like 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 you said like if you're good at what you do, you deserve you deserve your flowers, man. And he's incredible at what he does. So he's not one of those, oh yeah, I'm kinda here to just get a paycheck. Like, no, he's there to be like, yo, I'm letting he's let he's, he's there to let everybody know, yo, I'm better than everybody and here's the proof. That's know? right. So, yeah. Speaking of just just on some last minute touches, you know it would be a fucking dream match? AJ Styles versus Kenny Omega. That would be fucking Yeah. Crazy. And there's right. talk right now that Kenny is going to go to all the different brands and mm-hmm. try to uh, offer up a chance because he just won the belt at AEW right. against the former Dean, Dean Ambrose, John Moxley. And uh, there's rumors. Right. I don't know how true this is, but Triple H, who runs NXT, is like, yeah, we're, we'll welcome somebody from another company coming here if it works for us. I right. would love to see him show up on Raw one night and be like, AJ Styles, I'm here to call you out. And man, I, I think man. I would... Uh, that that'd be a head nod. Like, like you talking about the production beats, same thing. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, that'd be nuts, man. That'd be like another like Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart Iron Man match. That would be fucking. There crazy, you go. Yeah, yeah, when you just get two of the be best at that time. To and and they wrestled in Japan, but I mean to see it here would be just yeah, yeah. just crazy. I mean, the production value and yeah. everything, like the storylines and the promos, man. That shit would be epic, man. Man, let's hope for that. 2021, yes, come on. Triple H listens. I know he does. Hey, hey, put that together, man. <laughs> yeah, put it together, man. We got fucked over this year, this fucking terrible year. You know what I mean? So man. hopefully hopefully this next year is better. So Has it been hard, too, because you're not doing side. doing shows or anything, so you can't really promote it live? I mean, that's got to be tough, too. Yeah, man. It's, it's It sucks, man. Can't do anything. Can't really do anything. You know what I mean? So, but... You know, it it could always be worse. You know, it could always be worse. Like I'm grateful that I'm able to put food on a on a plate, have a roof over my head, because a lot of people are hurting right now, man. It's it's been it's been rough, been rough for a lot. Yeah, of without a doubt. Yeah, but um, you know, uh, what can you do but 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 remain optimistic and just hope for the best. You know what I mean? Like if you whatever you manifest, uh, you know, rather be positive or negative. You know, uh, it will come in. It will come into fruition. And will be become a reality, you know. So I guess remaining positive throughout this whole thing is very, very important. You know? no and doubt. a little, a little bit of weed, a little bit of weed. I'll just say that and some brew. You know, I get down with the Belgian beers, but yeah, there's something like that. Yeah, there's some yeah, a little bit of brews, a little bit of wine, maybe. That's, that's not gonna hurt you, man. It's all good. You know? And blast that from the mud in the background while you're doing that too. I mean, without exactly. A there you go, man. You go. Man, this album right here, salute, dude. It's. Uh, I literally did a salute. I put my hand on my head. Salute. This album is uh, is the shit, man. I'm feeling it. And uh, thank you for uh, coming on the Infinite Banter Podcast. It was an honor having you out here, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me, Mark. Appreciate it, man. And uh, yeah, uh, look out, look out for the visuals. Look out for all the new shit. And uh, hopefully, we'll get a uh, we'll get from the mud on vinyl next year. So oh be a shit! Thing. Now yeah. now now you're talking my language because I would I was going to ask if you had any. Uh, Obviously, you, you do downloads and MP3s and such, but to have a vinyl in my hand of From the Mud, now that would be something, man. I'll definitely, you let me know, man. I'll get, I'll throw some cash your way, of course. <laughs> I got to get that. Oh, yeah, I got to get a yeah. copy. Appreciate it. Yeah, we're definitely we're, we're definitely gonna do in the in the in the middle of this whole the video campaign. We're gonna do a merch drop. I don't know when exactly, but yeah, it's definitely gonna happen. People have been bugging me about physicals, so I got to do one for this. 
So, man. yeah, it's definitely going to happen. I don't know when, but I'll definitely be posted on that. Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> Rock Abraham is in the building on the Infinite Banter podcast, the new album From the Mud. Don't sleep. Go listen to it. Check it out. Man, thanks again, Rock. I appreciate you coming through, dude. Appreciate it, man. Salute. Man, big, big up to Rock Abraham for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Love talking about video games, especially the old school back in that era. Atari, Nintendo, and all that. And yeah, and it was really cool to hear about his production game. I, I didn't really know that much about how much production he had done previous to this album and that it's it's really one of his main fortes. So that that's really cool. I got to check out that beat album, Suck My Disc. <laughs> it's like saying that. It's impossible for me to say that title without laughing afterwards. But it's not a laughing matter. That shit is on fire, I'm sure. Here's that heel joint. For those that don't know, in wrestling terms, heel is a bad guy. So uh, face is a good guy. So you'll you'll understand the hook when you're listening to this song. And he has a little HBK reference in there about sweet chin music. That's a kick to the face. So I'm trying to help you guys out. Those who don't like wrestling or don't know about it. Doesn't matter if you do or not. This song right here is a straight banger. This is Heel featuring Quell Chris and Rock Abraham on that new album, From the Mud, here on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Are you guys, you better not move me.
Dios Nagasi, breaking every records. Shout out to Infinite Banter Podcast, DJ Soundwave. You already know, West Coast in this. What up, Big Bruh? Listen to the Big Bruh Podcast. What's good, people? This is your boy, Big Bruh. I'm the host of Live with Big Bruh, a podcast where I keep it raw, uncut, uncensored, and unfiltered, always keeping it 100 and giving you guys my opinion on topics that you need to go check out. Live with Big Bruh is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, or wherever else you like to listen to your favorite podcast. Make sure you go subscribe, rate, and share it, and while you're at it, tell your friends tell their friends to do the same thing you can find me on instagram facebook or twitter at live with big bruh and remember they can hold you but they can't stop you big bruh out hey this is Ada zang and you're listening to infinite banter podcast time for you to leave assholes head shoulder knees and tongue. oh fuck i'm recording hey uh, that was kirk acevedo telling me to get out of here and that's exactly what i'm going to do uh you might have just yeah, yeah. That. So here, here's a thing real quick before I get out of here. Um, I have an 18-month-old, and she watches a lot of these YouTube song things. Something called Coco Melon, Super Jojo. Anybody with kids out there knows exactly what I'm talking about. She'll watch Sesame Street, and there's all these songs. And, man, that head and shoulders shit gets stuck in my head. Or I don't even know the songs. It's just, all I know is that I'll be at work or something, or I'll be in my car, and it's like this, this Elmo joint playing in my head. And I talked about this on the Sports Life and Hip Hop podcast. Go check them out on YouTube. I don't know how to get it out of there. Like, these songs pop up. I'm trying to, you know, learn these songs to these artists that are coming on here. And, you know, one minute I'm, I'm singing along to a Rock Abraham joint in my head, and then, you know, 10 minutes later, you know, See Us or Cookie is playing in my head so you know if you have like a, a, a loved one or a girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever somebody that's around you all the time that's playing music you don't necessarily like and that shit just gets stuck in your head it's mind-boggling because it's like man why am i listening i don't like this why is this in there and then i can't get it out so yeah i don't have mumble rap stuck in my head i don't have like the new hot shit i don't know i don't know anything about these new music artists that are out right now but i do know that you know elmo drops that that hot 16 and it's stuck in my head for like you know 10 15 minutes before i could go to my phone and play Play something to get it out of there it's just crazy man it's just <laughs> this is the life uh, i'll take you know what i'll say this i'd rather listen to the count than listen to whoever the, the country music artist is that people like right now i i couldn't listen to i can't even name one um who's that dude with the hat uh with the uh, garth brooks if, if my wife was into like country music thank god she's not he doesn't even know what the hell i don't think she even knows what it is but if she were to be playing that in the car i i would i want to jump out the car man i couldn't i couldn't handle that as bad as, you know, hearing, you know, Ernie and Bert sing about being friends or whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that over Garth Brooks or insert popular country music singer, insert mumble rap singer, because I don't know these people. When I play real music here on the Infinite Banter podcast, you know what's up. Maybe I'll get Elmo on here he could talk about. Hey, I'm going to talk to Elmo. Maybe i get him on here. We'll talk about his new, his new joint that's coming out, you know. <laughs> It's so stupid. Before I get out of here, I have to acknowledge a couple of actors that have passed away. I saw Jeremy Bullock passed away today. He's the original actor of Boba Fett in The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi movies. And it's really crazy to think about how they brought, here, spoiler, 
<laughs> one, two, three, pause. All right, here we go. If you, if you don't want to hear. On The Mandalorian, Boba Fett is back. He is not playing Boba Fett anymore. You know, he is the guy who originally put on the uniform and the, played the character. It's, you know, it's sad to see that he passed away. And I would imagine that, you know, once conventions come back and all that, he will be in higher demand because people are going to be more excited about Boba Fett again. And he's the original Boba Fett. So he, you know, do a lot of signatures and clean up on the convention circuit. I saw he also was in a couple of James Bond films and he had a couple of parts also in the Star Wars movies where he wasn't in a Boba Fett costume. So definitely got to give a, a rest in peace for Jeremy Bullock and also Tommy Tiny Lister. Some of you guys know him as Zeus from the No Holds Barred movie with Hulk Hogan and his time in WWE. Really good actor. A lot of us know him as Debo from Friday. He played a Bruno and Armed and Dangerous and we with John Candy and Eugene Levy, a movie I, I played a lot uh, growing up. Uh, he passed away as well. Uh, I was lucky enough to meet him a couple years ago at the Days of the Dead convention. I posted a picture I took with him. Me and my friend Noel, we met him at that convention and uh, he was a really cool guy. When we met him, he couldn't get up from his seat. So our picture with him is with him sitting down. You know, disappointing and depressing to see that somebody who was known for his stature and how big he was and muscular and built he was that he, you know, he just... Unfortunately, he was you know, at a point where he couldn't stand and do things. So uh, it definitely was sad to see him in that condition and uh, sad to see that he has passed on. And I did read that COVID was something he had before and it might have contributed to his passing. So yeah, rest in peace. Two guys who definitely were part of my childhood growing up. WWE when he was in going up against Hulk Hogan. He went from the movie No Holds Barred and then next thing you know, he's at SummerSlam and he looked unstoppable. I would have loved to have seen him get a title run. And they weren't taking that belt off of Hogan no matter what, but it would have been cool to see him get it for a couple months. I didn't see WWE do any kind of tribute to him or put a, even a, like a still shot like they usually do. Like Pat Patterson passed recently and they did something for him. They did a lot of things for him. You'll see before Raw or SmackDown comes out, it'll be like a five-second shot of a picture of someone who passed. And I was a little disappointed they did not do something for him, but uh, if they did... You know, let me know, correct me, but I didn't notice anything. But definitely rest in peace to Tiny Lister, Debo, and Jeremy Bullock, the original Boba Fett. And one last thing before I get out of here, big anniversary for The Jerk came out December 14th, 1979, easily. One of my favorite comedies of all time, without a doubt. That's what got me hooked on to Steve Martin, is watching that movie. Hip-hop heads, remember EPMD, they did a song called Do the Steve Martin, based on that movie, The Jerk. So, love that flick, man. I could watch it all day, and I, like I said, I'll, I'll watch it right now. After this Rock Abraham joint drops, and it's finished, turn it on right now. Love that damn movie. So many great scenes in it, so many great lines. Probably my favorite sequence is the whole gas station with Jackie Mason parts, where he moves into the bathroom. Or he thinks he's moving to the bathroom, but he's not. But the phone books are here, and uh, there's the scene after the phone books where there's a guy who wants to kill somebody by randomly finding them in the phone book, and he starts shooting at cans and such at the gas station where Steve Martin's character and Jackie Mason's character work. Yeah, this is one of my favorite scenes, and he's he's shooting at cans. Steve Martin thinks that, you know, he's shooting at the cans, not him. He's shooting these cans. He hates these cans. And Jackie Mason finally realizes what's going on. And he has the whole scene where he's like, he's trying to put holes in these cans. He's trying to put holes in you. It's probably a terrible Jackie Mason impression. Uh, but <laughs> I just love that movie, man. Special purpose. I think I say special purpose every now and then as a reference point. <laughs> just... <laughs> So so many. It's it's hard to just like say stuff. I mean, it's it's easier just to watch the movie, and uh, there's nothing about that movie that doesn't move me. Just I could watch it constantly. So big up to the jerk, and uh, that's it. I'm gonna get out of here. Stay tuned for the next episode. Go out there and support that Drake House back from the stars. Go cop that Zilla Rocket and Chong Wizard 
Midnight Suns, Reagan Era Records, their album just dropped. All right, thanks for checking out the show, Infinite Banter. Big shout out to Rock Abraham. We're going to play one more song of his before we get out of here, but definitely go check out his new album, From the Mud. I heard it on Bandcamp. It's also on Spotify, so don't sleep. Go check him out. Listen to the show on all digital platforms, usual places, wherever you're listening to it right now. Keep doing that. Go tell a friend. Go tell somebody. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow the show on Twitter, at Infinite Banter. Same for Facebook. Same for Instagram. Go on uh, YouTube. Type in Infinite Banter. You'll find clips from past episodes, past guests. Links to those full episodes are in there as well. So definitely, definitely check it out. I appreciate it. All right, let's go ahead. Let's let's get this Elmo out of my head, out of your head. Unless you like it, you know, go ahead and keep whistling that shit along. Uh, I talked about this record here in the interview with Rock Abraham. It's called Adels, and it's about video games. And if you're a video game nerd, this is right here for you. Got that Zelda sample. I wasn't like a big Zelda fan. I mean, I, I was aware of it. I knew it was a big deal. You know, I was more of a Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, Mario Brothers... Mega Man. I more played those games on Nintendo, but I mean, I know Zelda is like one of the big ones. So for you Zelda heads, uh, I think Tony might be listening. This is for you right here. So this is Rock Abraham from his album. Thank you very much. Big up to Rock Abraham. Go check out his album from the mud. Don't sleep. And I'll see you on the next one. I'm out. Hey, asshole, get off the road. United with the PlayStation. My first can of Switch was a game changer. Low youngin' in an arcade doing coin flips. Used to play my Xbox until she dissed my joystick. Cheat coats on deck, use daily. Stripping bitches down, crawl, just in Bailey. Stuck on a couch. Need to do some cardio, but it's difficult when you on shrooms like Mario.